0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Pessimism at its Finest. I'm your host, Alexandria, and I'm back again after not being here for two weeks. If you hear me heavily breathing in this podcast, I want to let you guys know that my asthma has not been. Great for the past month. I, you know, podcasting requires me to like talk a lot, right? And if you're having trouble breathing, it's going to be so hard to do that. And so I have had to be like, you know what? Let me take a break, focus on my health, focus on me. Also, it's the end of the semester. If any of you are in university, you know it's exam season final paper season, a whole bunch of stuff's going on. So I just didn't have an opportunity to sit down and podcast the way I wanted to. And furthermore, I knew that I wanted this episode to be about coming out Colton. Or not this episode, but a episode. And that it required me to like watch the entire series from start to finish and come with my thoughts. I'm going to start by saying, because this is about Coming out, Colton. First of all, and what podcast would this be where we started talking about the Bachelor, the Bachelor franchise, Bachelorette? If I didn't discuss, you know, the first ever Bachelor to come out as gay, what if I didn't discuss his Netflix special? Like, I feel like this is like a full circle moment for this podcast, so I really wanted to discuss it. But as I was gonna say. I knew from the minute that they advertised Colton's season way back when that he was going to be gay, not that he was going to be gay, but that he was gay. For some reason, my gaydar was on. I'm not gay myself, but I have a lot of gay friends and I feel like, you know, not because I have a lot of gay friends. There was just something about Colton from day one when I looked at him and they were branding him as the Virgin Bachelor. I was like, hmm. I think he's gay but the moment that really solidified that he was gay to me was when he jumped over the fence for Cassie. I don't know what about that action in my soul or my person was like this man is gay but like it just it was just so extra. I know men who are in love and they like you know do weird things but that to me was just extra extra and I couldn't kind of like it just didn't make sense to me why he did it. So that's when I knew he was gay. It was confirmed for me. So when the news came out, I wasn't really shocked. To be completely honest, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. And I kept it moving. I also want to say I didn't finish watching that season because it was so boring. I watched maybe episode one and two. Completely forgot that's the season where we were introduced to Taysha. Onika is probably my favorite person from the show. And Onika actually shows up in this Netflix special. So that's interesting. My overall kind of consensus of this was I understand what they were trying to do, but because I didn't like Colton from the start, like I didn't like Colton from he was on The Bachelor, coming now and watching this series and seeing his mannerisms, I still didn't leave liking Colton. And I think what they were trying to do was kind of make Colton look sympathetic and it just didn't happen for me. Um the series was kind of a mess and quite boring, and so if you couldn't get through it, um, you know, I'm going to try and summarize this in as short a period of time as possible. As you know, that's what I do here. I give you summaries of Netflix shows I watch, and I want you guys to understand that me watching a Netflix show and summarizing it is a treat for you all, because I don't watch TV often. Okay, so first of all, the first episode, it's called Family. And they do this kind of like intro trailer situation that makes it seem like it's going to be this epic, dramatic show, right? And it's completely not that. And it was kind of extra. So Colton comes out to his mom in episode one. And I want to say that based on the reactions I saw, I truly don't believe this is Colton's mom's first time hearing this information. I feel like they reenacted it for the show and I could, like, he was deadpan, she was deadpan, it just didn't make any sense, I didn't feel any vibes, and I understand that obviously it was important to have that reenactment as this, like, you know, the intro to the show, because he's coming out, right? But they could have acted it a little better, in my honest opinion. Now, I also thought maybe if you guys were into attachment theory, that they both could be, like, avoidance, but then I'm really reading Attached right now by Adam Levine, but like we won't get into that today. But that's what it came off as. Colton looks like his mom though, but he also looks like a good blend between his mom and his dad. That's what we're gonna, that's what I'm gonna say. So then he starts discussing his dad because he's about to come out to his dad next and basically says how his dad was this more coach figure than he was this father figure. And what I've noticed is that a lot of dads who have like these athletic sons focus a lot on the athletics because that's something they can bond over. And that's like the way that they believe that they're parenting their kids so well and providing that support and that love. And I think sometimes as a kid, it's hard to articulate to your parent that you want to receive that love in a different way. So you kind of paint them as like a detached parent. But I don't think Colton's dad was bad. And honestly, I don't think dads who do that are bad. I just think that that's the way that they attempt to parent their kids and bond with their kids. And we all do that differently. I don't have kids. I have a job, guys. Well, I think parents do that differently. So his dad just seems super conservative to me, super Republican, super Trumper. But he doesn't seem like a bad dude. That's all I have to say about his dad for the time being. So... We meet Gus, someone that Colton's admired a lot, and apparently they met on a podcast, and Gus had a crush on Colton. Whatever not. Colton starts to discuss the stigma between being a male athlete and the macho exterior you're supposed to have. Don't we all expect athletes to have a macho exterior? I think that's just a thing. I mean, I feel like... And this could be like my kind of like assumption. It could be, I could be wrong. I think you can be like gay and macho. I don't think they have to be exclusive. I think you can be both. I think you can be an athlete, macho, gay, and it could totally be fine. Right. And I, but I understand how that stigma can kind of like make it hard to come out. Right. And I understand what Colton was trying to say. So Colton discusses meeting Cassie and discusses how Cassie felt or how he felt dating Cassie would change him from being gay to straight. I'm going to say this right now. If I were Cassie, I would have a fucking lawsuit out against Colton. Why is my name in your fucking mouth? Shut the fuck up. That's my honest opinion on that. Um, He discusses um, basically being depressed, taking medication for depression, which made him crazy. Then putting a tracker on Cassie's car. Because of this craziness and depression. I want to say something right here, right now. He starts this the series saying that this is why, like, he was tracking Cassie and acting crazy and doing all these things to Cassie. But that's not what he says caused all this by episode six. He makes really, truly contradicting statements regarding Cassie. I'm a little bit like my honest opinion on him and Cassie, and I can give this at the end as well. I think he truly thought Cassie's presence in his life would change him from homosexual to heterosexual or like from feeling homosexual to heterosexual. There was something about Cassie that he felt would be able to like put the veil of like the perfect heterosexual man to the world, but he was not happy, but he was happy with her. And I think sometimes you can love a person and not have that sexual attraction to them. You can, you know, and maybe Cassie was working out things too. And also I think that's why Ali Raisman and Colton worked out well. Colton wants like a friend who he can label as a girlfriend, but not have that sexual relationship. And I think that that's why Cassie kind of worked. We don't know the inner workings and the dynamics. He says that he's not able to talk about Cassie in depth in the show. But I mean, he has her name in his mouth a lot. But I think that's kind of like where we're getting at with that. Anyway, back to my recap of the show. So Colton basically admits this depression to his friend Cassandra. Then he proceeds to talk to his father. They go fishing. You can feel the Republicanness through the screen. And Colton basically says to his dad that he never felt safe to come out, but he just tells his dad that he's gay. We move on to episode two. Don't remember the name of the episode. Each episode is labeled something. Don't remember the name. Guys go to Netflix, find it. So this episode, you know, reprises or gets back to where Colton was telling his dad he was gay. And I believe that this is the first time his dad's hearing it. And I believe his dad truly thought they were just heading on a fishing trip and it was going to be a chill day. Maybe that's how they best communicate while fishing. I know I don't best communicate while fishing. Maybe you do. If you do, DM me. Actually don't. Anyways, so his dad looked shocked. Reaction was honest, truthful. But his dad also showed empathy and love in the most beautiful way possible. I think his dad looked at it this way. While this may not be like what I believe in, I love you so much that I'm willing to understand you. And I think that's all we, we need as people. You know what I mean? Like you may not understand what my life is about, but like, do you have the capacity to open up and try and understand it. And I think people in our lifetime forget that a lot, or people like just generally don't have that capacity, which I thought was really beautiful Colton's dad. So Colton's dad asks when he knew that he was gay, Colton says by age six, his dad's like shooketh at this point. Well, Colton starts crying. And I knew that this was the truest moment. It wasn't manufactured for TV. Also like five stars to Colton's dad on that communication. That man could communicate clearly, effectively. We love it. We love it. Never settle for less, ladies, men, wherever you are. Never settle for less. Get a communicator like Colton's dad. Clear, succinct, to the point. We love it. Anyways, so his dad basically kind of shows that he's struggling with this, but he loves his son, which is a beautiful moment. I started crying when the dad started crying because I'm like, oh my God, love you. Love you. Colton then discusses being accepted by the people in his athlete life and how that was so important to him. And that's why he kind of like hid that he was homosexual the entire time. So then we meet Shelby from the Denver Broncos. And they sit down, they talk through things. And Colton wants to talk to his coaches about homophobia in the locker room. Because Colton believes that homophobia in sports starts in the locker room and how the and talks about how the coaches kind of allowed that behavior. He talks about the toxic NFL culture and being gay. And he also talks about being black and gay. I think there was a black football player who came out as gay. I don't have the actual names. I think he was in the show. I think it could be Shelby. Guys, this is like, I watched this like earlier in the week and it was so boring. I tried my best. I'm trying my best right now. Please accept it. Colton goes back to his old high school. I remember this part clearly, guys. Clearly. And... Colton basically starts talking about his high school girlfriend and how he broke up with her a day after she put her hand on his penis or over his penis situation there because he felt nauseous and disappointed in himself. If that doesn't tell you anything, this man has been struggling with inner demons for years And this is the first moment when I'm like, I kind of started to sympathize with him. But I also want to let you guys know, Colton's very bland, very dry. There's no spice to him. Like, you know when you just take a piece of chicken breast and you just drop it in water, no salt, no pepper, nothing? That's Colton. That's Colton, guys. Bland. But I have some empathy for him now but bland. Okay, bland. So he goes to practice and the coach basically has him running drills with the new team. And he said this is his favorite thing, being on the field, but he's going to talk to coach. So he goes to talk to the coach and the coach is absolutely not having this shit. You can tell the coach is like, you're gay, but there are cameras in front of me. So I can't pretend to like dislike this. I have to pretend that I like it. That's totally how the coach is feeling. I felt awkward. I felt uncomfortable. I was like, I wish I wasn't here right now watching this, but you know, I am. So guys, we get to see that probably that homophobia in the locker room is true. The coach did try and apologize and make Colton feel better in the moment, but you could tell the coach was not truly genuine in those apologies. So we had to episode three called Friends. Colton travels to Nashville with a friend and they go to a sex shop and Colton basically is like, I've been here before seeing these things, never thought about using them. You can tell Colton's comfortable in the sex shop, but not comfortable with the conversation of like sex yet which is totally fine. And Colton probably has like, needs therapy. Probably he's a sex therapist. Like not, not a regular therapist, like a sex therapist. Sex with Emily, we're calling you for Colton. Okay, so Colton means a drag queen. Halfway through the episode, Colton goes to a party with other gay men. They drink a lot. They play this pier- this ping pong, beer pong game situation. Colton looks like he's having fun, but he looks uncomfortable to be there. I think this is the first time Colton's really been around gay men. And I I also want to say something. I have gay friends who are more flamboyant and I have gay men friends who you can tell, right? And I think Colton falls more in the line of like the gay man where you can't tell. And I think the fact that he's in a place in a situation where it's obvious that this is a group of gay men It's hard for him from going from being with those like straight male tough friends he keeps talking about to being in a group of gay men. And that's a difficult transition to make, especially with something as heavy as being gay. So I completely sympathize with him in so many ways here. And I don't think he's wrong to feel that way. Colton talks about not turning down gay friends, but shows that he's nervous about Dating a man, which is a completely understandable. If you've never done this before, that's going to be shocking to your system. Also, I'm nervous about dating a man, and I'm not even gay. You know, I always think about like future. When he said women deserve less, why women deserve less? Like, you know, future. Why do men deserve less? Like, let's discuss this. I would love, side note, to have a conversation with Future, the rapper. Like, to be like, hi, Future. Like, why do women deserve less? I want to hear his justification. I'm going to be like. This is why men deserve less. My favorite quote is men have nothing but audacity. My favorite quote. And because of that, I understand what Colton means. I understand. So anyways, Colton discusses not feeling comfortable hanging out in a room of gay men, but, and being in his head a lot, which again, totally okay, totally understandable. Like I get, I get him. Um, He starts talking about having an emotional connection with a man, how that would be different, Um, what that would look like, right? And he's just not ready for it, but he's open to being ready for it. And we love it. We love growth, Colton. Love it. So his friend talks to him about the different types of relationships you can have, which is an important conversation to have. Colton wants to settle down. So his friend brings him to meet this gay couple called Russell and Miles. And Colton discusses wanting to be a stay-at-home dad, but also an NFL player. And the fact that he already got to be an NFL player, it'd be so cool to now be the stay-at-home dad type. They have a kid. And the kid is so cute. When they were going outside, the kid's like, Colton, like, don't step in the poop. Because, you know, they have dogs. And I thought that was so sweet. And I also, I love the two gay dads. They were so amazing. They love their kids so much. It was so sweet. And you could tell Colton's ready for a family, but he just needs to work out a lot of stuff. They asked Colton what he wants, which was such a good conversation. And the conversation with the two dads was great eye-opening and you know like I wish they had spent a little bit more time talking about what gay adoption looks like obviously they didn't have time they probably talked about it need to cut it out but I think that would have been a great opportunity for that to happen so now we move on to episode four church guys this is the probably the saddest episode of the entire series it's only six episodes and it's about what you think it is church so Colton wants more wine at the beginning of the episode I want more wine. In fact, I don't have any wine in the house left. I drank it all. So I need to go get some. So Colton, we're on the same vibe, same length. So Colton discusses how faith is important in his life. God is important in his life, religion, Christianity. And I think that this is a very important conversation to have and probably the most important conversation He has in the whole entire series. And um, I knew right away I was going to love this episode. Before I get into this, I had a friend who was born a man, born male. And um, he was really searching because he was like, I think I'm gay, but I don't know if I'm trans. And he went to church. He found a church that embraced him as a gay man. And he was there and it really allowed him the stability to kind of go and figure out what he wanted to be. But when he became trans, so he's now she, she realized that the church was not the place for her as a trans woman, but as a man, a gay man, the church was the best place for him. And I think this episode brought me back to my friend and that friendship we have. And just thinking about all the conversations we had back in high school at the beginning of university and even today and seeing my friend go from having girlfriends to having boyfriends to i guess again having boyfriends because she now has a fiance and they're doing amazing and just watching the transition from he to she and all the life changes you go through and how the church was so instrumental in her coming to this conclusion in her life, this episode really spoke to me in many ways. So I knew I was going to love the episode right away. So Colton makes a decision to call his pastor. This is a very hard, hard episode to stomach. I want to let you guys know trigger warning. I never trigger warn this podcast. We're gonna trigger warning right now. If you have any Trauma with the church, please, like, maybe skip a few minutes. So he told the pastor about coming out as gay to his parents, his family, and his friends. And the pastor asked him what he means. And he explains that he's gay. The pastor asked him what it means to him to be gay. And Colton says this is a hard time for him. The pastor asked what the cross has done for him, with like Jesus, I think. I think that's the cross, guys. I haven't been to church in two years since COVID started. Don't shame me. And he describes that the cross is a representation of love, hope, and peace to him. And the pastor basically says to him, listen, I believe sexuality and sex is between a man and a woman. And that they can agree to disagree, but he will still love him. And I was with the pastor at this point. I'm like, you know what? And I believe this. You do not need to agree with me but you need to respect me. And I thought that statement was great. But when he said he believes it's the sin of homosexuality, I was like, "Mm -mm, you lost me. Pastors lost me. So pastor tells Colton that basically he's indulging in the sin of homosexuality. Homosexuality is really, really, really bad. Bad, bad, bad. And he wants to hear his conversion story to Christ. Like, What did he tell Christ? Right? pastor basically says the three big sins... Three big sins, guys, are abortion, divorce, and homosexuality, three big ones, and anything else you can bring to Christ and he'll forgive you. Guys, Do you hear this? I just want to let you guys know. And the pastor says that basically he and Colton have a different worldview, and he continues to say that in the Bible, homosexuality is a sin. And you can tell in Colton's face that he's so distraught because he's looking for this you know, this empathy, this warmth from the pastor. And you can tell that he's really conflicted and searching through religion, right? Like, what does this mean? And Colton asked the question, is this the devil working through me? That's a deep question to ask, like to be like, is this the devil working through me? And I think that you realize like that alone, just that question can depress a person, can send you into like a spiral, if you think about it, because I think in religion, like we focus so much on the word, but not the person sometimes in some religious contexts, And I think that's what we need to focus on sometimes. Like, I think the Bible does teach love, hope, and peace. And also there's some like stories in there. Guys, read the Bible. I don't remember the, pastor, the pastors. I don't remember the passages right now, guys. I, I went to Christian school. Actually, I went to Christian private school, forgot this. And they're really in the word. My grandma, really in the word. And they have like a Bible scripture for everything. But one day, like not one day, probably like three months ago, my aunt comes to me and she's like, you need to maintain a Christian fortitude in all things. And it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. And I ask her, what is a Christian fortitude? And she's like, love, love, peace, compassion, understanding, um, empathy. That's a Christian fortitude. It's not the scripture, but that is Christian fortitude. And I always will remember that. I'm like, how do you live your life with a Christian fortitude? And I think what Colton was saying is this is a Christian fortitude. What the pastor's saying is that I believe in the word. And that's what my grandma would say. Whatever the word says is what I believe. And I think in this case, you have to accept that that's what they believe. And there's nothing you can do about it. But I think when you're searching for a home, in the church and in the scripture and in Christ, I think it's extremely difficult to hear those things. And so my heart 100% goes out to Colton. I'll never understand enough to empathize, but it 100% goes out to Colton. Colton goes to his friends and discusses like how he feels about the church, how it helped him in so many ways, how his friends brought him there and how it like brought him peace. And his gay friends are basically like, why would you want to be a part of an institution or a place that makes you feel that way? And I was watching Heart of Dixie and there's an episode in season three where they make Lemon clean off these things because she did something to upset the Bells. And Lemon's like, I want to leave the Bells because I don't want to be a part of an institution that will make me scrub shit off the floor. And I agree with his friends in that way. And I think Colton takes that to heart and goes and finds a gay friendly church which is exactly what he needs and the conversations they have in that church drive episode five and six. So let's get into episode five. The public. So Colton basically discusses coming out to the public and tries to figure out what media outlet to use. His friend Gus discusses how he came out. I don't know anything about this Gus man. I want you guys to understand that. And he's a pivotal part of this series. Once again, Colton has Cassie's name in his mouth. Cassie apparently did not know Colton was gay. This is where Colton lost me again. I understand that they had a restraining order. They have issues, but they have lawyers that can communicate. And I think Colton should have respectfully told Cassie that he was gay prior to doing an interview. I could be wrong. I think he could have had his lawyer send Cassie a little letter, but I think somehow Cassie should have known he was gay prior to this interview. I, tell me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Colton's dad goes with him to New York City for this interview. Again, I love how Colton's dad is supporting him even with his own conflictions. I love how the love Colton's dad has for him as a son is just prevailing all kind of insecurities, prevailing any kind of like misunderstandings. I love how he's trying to make a true effort to, to spend this time with his son and be a rock for his son. It's so beautiful. So um. Yeah, and also Colton's dad's willingness to have these conversations, despite discomfort, it's so rare. Like, Colton's dad's a gem. I love Colton's dad. He's my favorite person in this entire situation. He made the show, in my honest opinion, because of his maturity. So... His dad basically starts asking the questions that we all need to hear. And that's the thing I like about Colton's dad. Again, great conversationalist, great communicator. He asks the direct questions we need to know. And I think that it helps him understand Colton better. So he's like, Colton, why are you the bachelor if you knew you were gay? Right? And his dad brought up the Cassie part too. And what I like about his dad is his dad's like, what you did to Cassie was fucked up. Straight up. Why would you do it? Do you understand why it was wrong? His dad, guys stellar communicator stellar okay then Colton basically said that if he let cassie go he'd have to deal with himself that's what he said now so now we're not on the meds anymore guys he was holding on to cassie to hold on to the semblance of heterosexuality okay hold on there he said he would be married to cassie today if she had said yes okay hold on then his dad basically says I didn't know men needed therapy. I thought men just sucked up, power through, and continued going. So when Colton needed therapy, he was kind of confused. Again, good communication. Colton does the interview with Good Morning America. It was 90 minutes long. Then they go to the gay bar. Again, his dad joined at the gay bar. His dad didn't even look uncomfortable. His dad took all the jokes. It was a good time. They begin to talk about workplace protections for trans and gay people. I understand they wanted to add this into the show, but it didn't need to be there. And I'm gonna tell you why it didn't need to be there. It didn't fit the narrative. I don't think Colton even understood that there were not workplace protections. But I understand why they wanted to include it. I just think it was ill, it didn't make sense where it, why it was placed in that episode. I think it should have been placed in the Nashville episode. It didn't really make sense, why it was placed here. Like, he's like, I'm doing an interview. I'm coming out to the public. Also, here are workplace rights for gay and trans. And I think it missed a lot of nuances in that conversation. And I think it needed to be a bit longer. I appreciate that they brought it up. I don't think that they needed to bring it up in this show. In my honest opinion, I could be wrong again. That's my honest opinion. Reactions to the interview start coming out. Lonnie Love congratulated him. Positive tweets were there and then the negative tweets came out really quick. Talking about what he did to Cassie, how it was abusive, the tracking on the car, all this crap. And I think when Colton gets depressed or gets really anxious, he goes Stonewall. I think that's what he does. And I really couldn't read him. I never did like Colton. I'm at episode five. I have empathy and sympathy for Colton, but I still don't like Colton. But let's continue on to the last, last, last episode. Episode six, the past and the future. Once again, Cassie's name is in Colton's mouth. Can't come out of his mouth. The whole Cassie situation comes to blow up and depress him. He basically says he can't legally talk about the Cassie situation. I kind of feel for him a bit here, but not ultimately not a ton because he kind of do it to himself if I were Cassie as I said before I would not want my name in his mouth and I would be upset that he's even talking about me in the show and I just want to say something Cassie was very upset that he was talking about her in the show and she released a statement I think a week after it came out or less so I I feel the same way Cassie does he goes back to say as he said in episode one that he wasn't mentally stable okay same but anyways he says that When the narrative was spinning out of control with Cassie and and his sexuality, he became desperate. And that's why he did a lot of the things he did. Now we don't hear about the meds again. We do hear about the mental instability. We don't hear about the meds again. Okay. Then he decides to go and talk to mutual friends that he had with Cassie and they really let him have it. They really called him out. And I appreciate that. The thing I appreciate is, or what I have to say I think what he did to Cassie had to be really fucked up for his dad to not even coddle him in it and for his friends to be unable to coddle him in it. And I think first, the first thing he needs to do I think before he even heals the part of him that, you know, is conflicted about the church and everything, he needs to heal what he did to Cassie. It is absolutely nuts that you put a tracking device in someone's car. It is nuts. Do I think that he is crazy? no. Do I think he's, as he said, mentally unstable? Could be. I don't know. I don't know enough about Colton. I can't read him. Six episodes and I still can't read Colton Underwood. Can't read him. So he sits down with a couple where the husband was gay, married to a woman, Peter and Fran. And they discuss how, even though they're divorced and how hard that was, they now have a healthy friendship, which is beautiful. Colton discusses the backlash of going on The Bachelor. I get Colton here. But he talks to Onika, a, a Black contestant, Black female contestant from his season. She was so sweet with him. It was sweet of her to meet with him for the show. Um, and he talks about how following the standard structure, he thought would make him look like he was straighter. And Onika says that she sensed a wall with him but not with other men ever. But she couldn't sense that it was him being gay. But the fact that they had this open conversation I thought was beautiful and it was nice to be able to access kind of the thoughts of a Bachelor contestant on a season. I forgot Tayshia was on that season, guys. Completely forgot until this. Colton has a therapist, which is amazing. He discusses that. Colton thanks everyone who supported him. And the show ends with a history montage of LGBTQ rights. We are at the end of the six episode summary and I have a few things I need to say. What was it about Cassie that made him want to be with her? He never answers. For the amount of times he had Cassie's name in his mouth, he should have answered. I have my suspicions that she just fit the caricature of what he wanted or what he thought would look best next to him as a wife and she didn't want a lot of of that sexual stuff and it worked out and that's that but you can't hide yourself forever what you do in the dark will eventually come to light and that's what happened here but I would love for Colton to like kind of express one day what what it was about Cassie that made him desperately want her I'd love to know um I still can't read Colton at the end of these six episodes and I still don't like Colton simple as that I think he's kind of fake I understand he's searching for himself, but he comes off as fake. And last but not least, this show was fucking boring as hell. Boring as fuck. I give this 2.5 and probably two stars out of five. Gus and The Father were the best parts of the series. I didn't even want to see Colton. I feel like my questions didn't get answered. I feel like it was Colton just kind of, you know, talking to people, trying to find out what it was like to be gay. I don't feel like I got anything else about Colton. I don't feel like I learned much more about Colton. I don't believe that I saw Colton really. The only episode where I saw Colton like open up a bit was church. That's it. Otherwise, I don't know what I came for. And um, we know that it was shit because it wasn't even in the top 10 Netflix shows. So, well, not top 10 in Canada at least. So I hope this never gets renewed. I hope Colton lives his best life. I hope Colton finds love and I hope Colton finds peace. And I hope Cassie finds love and I hope Cassie finds peace and healing. I don't know how she stayed with him for so long. That's my honest opinion on the situation. But you know what? You do you, honey. You do you, boo-boo. And that's all I have to say about coming out Colton. I will be back next week with a new episode of this podcast. I don't know what we're gonna discuss yet. I have not decided, but you all have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed this recap. Chat soon.